Hi, you're listening to Book Chat with author Vivian E. Moore. Through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello, and welcome to Book Chat. I am your host, author Vivian e. Moore. I hope everyone is having a great week, and I hope you are having a great weekend. All right, so um, I'm not going to hold you for too long today, but I'm excited uh, about today's show. I have a very special guest that will be with us today. And so uh, before I um, introduce him officially, let me just read the bio, okay? All right, so since July 2013, WTVC News Channel 9 Morning Noon anchor Greg Funderburg has been helping Chattanooga viewers start their day and in that time he has become a viewer favorite due to his vibrant personality and lively approach to storytelling he was voted best of the best tv personality by readers of the chattanooga times free press and best tv personality in chattanooga business elite black excellence awards in 2021 before joining the WTVC News team, Greg was a reporter and fill-in anchor with the Fox affiliate in Greenville, South Carolina. The veteran broadcaster has also made stops at other stations throughout the southern region, including Columbus, Georgia, and Birmingham, Alabama. At age 17, Greg started his television career as a morning host with the Abrams Broadcasting Company and, and I'm about to slaughter this name, but I think it's pronounced Silicaga, Alabama. If I am uh, mispronouncing it, he will correct me, I'm sure. And aside from his civic duties in media, Greg enjoys speaking to youth about the importance of getting an education, setting goals, and remaining optimistic. In his free time, Greg loves watching scary movies, likes to travel, enjoys working out at the gym, and appreciates spending quality time with family and friends. Holding membership with Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated and the National Association of Black Journalists, Greg has a mass communications degree from the University of Montevallo and resides in Chattanooga. All right, so today, guys, introducing Mr. Gregory Funderburg. It, it is such an honor to be here with you, Vivian. I've been waiting for this for weeks because when you, you reached out to me about a month ago, I said, yes, I would love to do it. And just to be here with you tonight, I'm so excited. Well, I am excited, too. And I also have been looking forward to it um, almost to the point to where um, it's a constant on my mind. But um, anyway, uh, I get up early on the weekdays to tune in to the Good Morning Chattanooga show because you're one of my favorite newscaster personalities. And, uh, and, and I respect that, first and foremost, uh, in ways I don't need to say aloud. <laughs> and secondly, uh, I admire your wit and your sense of humor because you are Greg of all trades and master of many. <laughs> so congratulations on your new book, Jeremiah's New Beginning. 
Thank you so much. You know, when it came to the book, you know, this is something I've been wanting to do for quite some time. And, you know, to be honest with you, Vivian, life just got in the way over the years. I never had time because, you know, people who follow me on social media, Greg is speaking, he's hosting, he's doing this and he's doing that. And then in March 2020, God just shut the whole world down and we had nothing else to do. (laughs) So I finally had the time to write the book. Well, that was a perfect opportunity uh, for all of us, I do believe, to to uh, to just, you know, to to stop and to contemplate, uh, especially the things that we want to uh, accomplish in our lives. And so it just makes perfect sense to me that you would branch out as an author uh, with your journalistic background. And so you already had the writing foundation, which is already there. Uh, but what I want to know is what inspired you to take the next step of becoming a published uh, author um, despite the uh, pandemic and that slowdown of everything? You know, for years when I was in years ago, when I was in college, I remember I was in this club and we would go and read to kids in daycares and um, local schools in the community. And I, I developed the love of reading with kids at that time when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And that is something that really carried on into my professional career in television news. So aside from what I do on the on the news, I always want to make a point to go out in the community and make an impact. And so I wanted to write my own book. And so I just never had the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And finally, when I had the time to do it, I was able to sit down and really focus on it. Because at that time in March 2020, when everything first happened in mid-March, it was kind of like, you know, this is going to go for a week or two weeks. And, you know, here we are two and a half years later, almost yeah. three years later. Yeah. And I was just so grateful that I took that time to put this together. And, and even during that time, David, to be honest with you, I have to find the right illustrator. And so I went through a couple different situations trying to find the right person. And then finally last year, last summer, around this time, actually, I was connected with uh, Donald Wilson II. He's a teacher in South Carolina, just outside of Columbia. And so, you know, I prayed about it and God just put everything into place like it was supposed to be. And yes, he will do that. Yes, he will do that. So, um, you know, that is a great um, use of time, and sometimes we receive gifts, and, you know, maybe at the at the time that it's happening, we don't um, recognize that it is a gift, um, because, you know, sometimes it may seem as though it's a, a huge inconvenience, but that was a gift for you, so you could focus on what you wanted to do. Now, I know that you could have written in any genre, but why did you specifically choose children's genre? You know, after reading to so many kids over the years, I noticed that there was a lack of books for kids who look like me. And so I wanted to be able to because, you know, we always talk about, oh, there's not enough of this and there's not enough of that. And so why not try to be the solution to the problem? And so I made the conscious decision that I wanted to write a book. And so Jeremiah's New Beginning came about because I wanted kids, especially little boys who look like me can see, they can look at a book, pick up a book and say, you know what, Jeremiah looks like me and this can be me. They can see themselves through this story. So Jeremiah also has a twin sister, Madison. So there's going to be, this is not the first book and the only book for Greg Thunderberg. So there's going to be other books coming out in the series. So Jeremiah Madison will go on a, a series of adventures and things like that. 
So I'm excited about what's to come. But more importantly, I just want kids to be able to see themselves on the pages of the book. And and even though it's just, you know, you see an African-American boy that's on the cover of the book at the end and do all. This is a book for anyone of any um, racial background. Okay, and and that's important. But I'm happy to know that there will be um, sequels. (laughs) And I'm sure that all the kids who who've read the first book or looking forward to, um, you know, however many more books that will come uh, after that one. And, you know, and I agree with you. And uh, in my opinion, you know, when you possess the ability to write and tell stories, uh, it should be about something that makes a profound difference in the world. And so the uh, the introduction uh, to the story begins with, um, is Jeremiah's school strange? Uh, can you tell us mm-hmm. why that question is so important? Well, you know, one thing about this the begin this new book, uh, Jeremiah's New Beginning, this book is really focused on health and wellness. And so health and wellness is something that is so important to me. And just like any person in America, we always go up and down with our weight and, you know, staying on the wagon, getting off the wagon. And so growing up in Alabama, you know, I wasn't raised to eat asparagus and, you know, all the healthy things that I eat now and the healthier choices that I make now in my life. But the goal is to hopefully get people and kids and families to start having the conversation about making your choices. And the really cool thing about this book is, it's encouraging the kids to at least just try it. I remember going to my pediatrician, Vivian, and the pediatrician would say, you know, um, Mrs. Funderburg, do you make Brussels sprouts or you make this? And, you know, she would say, and my mom's a nurse. And so we, we've we had a had a foundation of what eating healthy should be, but it wasn't always something that we did all the time because, you know, my mom, you know, working in the medical profession. My dad's working, has his own business. So we never really, um, a lot of times, you know, you don't have time to cook because you got to think about, you know, Greg and Greg and Chris, my, my younger brother, we're in, I'm in Boy Scouts and he's in Cub Scouts. You know, we play in baseball. We're doing all these different things. And, you know, dad's working, mom's here and, you know, band practice. You never really get a chance to really sit down at the table and eat dinner like you should eat. And what I learned when I first got to Channel 9, um, I did a segment called Wednesday's Child. We've been doing this segment since 1981. And I did it for about... Yes, it's a wonderful segment with the... uh, Boys, in, not the boys, it's the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Greater Chattanooga. Uh-huh. And one thing I learned with these kids, most of these kids are looking for a mentor through this organization. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that was alarming for me, Vivian, is that a lot of kids, when I would say, what do you want to do with your big brother, your big sister? And it's essentially a mentor for them. Mm-hmm. And they would all say, like, I want to go to an Applebee's. I want to go to an old Charlie's. And I'm like, why do you want to go to this restaurant? And they said, I've always wanted to go to a restaurant where you sit down and eat. Wow. And so a lot kids, when they think about going out to eat, you know, it's going through a fast food restaurant and not really going to a restaurant. And and these kids were not talking about like a high end restaurant. They're just talking about just a regular everyday restaurant where you sit down at the table. And I think it's so important that we get back to those um, things as a family. Okay. And, and, and I agree with you. That is essential. And so I imagine that in Jeremiah's school, Um, it's a little bit what you talked about um, as far as doing things in in healthy portions and things that's Mm -hmm. different to what he's accustomed to. Correct. So Jeremiah goes to lunch and he's excited about, you know, it's 
first day at a new school, you're expecting, you know, most kids when they go to a school, they're always wanting to have pizza and burgers and French fries and, you know, all the things that, you know, most parents are like, absolutely not. We don't need to have that. <laughs> but he was expecting that at lunch. But when he got to lunch, it was something completely different. And so, you know, some of the kids, they loved it. And then, but Jeremiah and his sister were like, um, we're not having this. But later on, they got a they got a real, a real awakening as to why the school was like it was. And they learned a really good lesson in their first day at their new school. And it really just changed the whole outlook on their life. And so once you get to the end of the book. The really cool thing about the end of the book is the book is kind of open-ended at the end of chapter six because kids can use their own imagination and they can write chapter seven on what they think Jeremiah Madison would do next. So how how do you think their family will evolve after what they learned um, at lunch that particular day on the first day of school? Well, I think that's wonderful. And it, and it sounds like uh, this book has some a lot of teachable moments in it. And uh, change is good, and uh, and I think that children should experience that. They should experience things that are different from the norm, good things that are different from mm-hmm. the norm, and uh, and so this book sort of takes uh, takes them on that journey. And I I think that um, you know that's a good thing that you leave it up to them in the end to decide what they should do. Um, that's that's very insightful. I like that. So. Um, I just want to change gears for a second, not too much, but I want to focus on what you said earlier about, you know, writing a book where children can identify with themselves, how they look, and, uh, you know, in in more ways than one. So um, here's an interesting statistic. Uh, Since 2014, uh, racial disparity in children's books has continued to grow, but at a slower pace than other cultures. And this is according to abcgo.com. So, you know, I too feel that it is essential for, um, you know, for children of, you know, all, all, all uh, races uh, to see themselves depicted in positive ways, uh, you know, in a world that's filled with so much negativity. So um, I just want you to put on your, um, on your thinking cap for me here for a second. And, and if you can answer this question for me um, or just give your opinion. Uh, how do you think the gap can be closed or do you think it can be closed? You know, I think it can be closed. I think there is a book, honestly, Vivian, you know, on this book tour that I started in March when this book came out, March 1st, I have met so many people who said, I've always wanted to write a book. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to write a children's book. And so a lot of people just need the the nudge and the encouragement to do it. And I think we can you know, close that gap. Because, you know, when you think about it, there's a Greg Funderberg out there, there's a Vivian Moore out there, mm-hmm. but there's so many other authors out there with stories. Exactly. And they just need to just step up and really make their dream come true. And I just tell people, you know, don't think about the big picture of getting the book done. Mm-hmm. Just start writing. Every single day when you get some time, just start writing. And then once you get your things, your book written, Then you go and you make changes and you make edits and things like that. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing is just to start. Just do it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast um, is to inspire uh, those who, um, you know, maybe they've been thinking about, you know, writing a book. And, um, you know, the the book world, the publishing world can be vicious at times. But uh, Mm -hmm. the the total uh, premise of this show uh, is to you know explain and um, to teach them that, like you said, 
all you need to do is start and once you start you just take it from there so you know and once you get going there is nothing that can stand in your way but you if you allow it to now um, I want to quote you on something that you said and you just said it a few minutes ago but if Greg can do it I can do it so your opinion matters to me and uh, and and I know that it matters to um, so many other writers that are out there or wannabe writers who just don't know where to start um, but um, but for all the other writers who want to write specifically children's books um, you said that you believe that the gap can be closed, but for some, you know, they may say, well, if the divide is too great for that to matter, then why do it? But I think you explained that well in saying that everyone has something to, something to say. Everyone has a story inside of them that, um, that they want to get out. And so um, I think that that, would, that ceases to matter, um, you know, if you have that ambition, if you have that um, that that um, desire to um, to speak to let your let your written words be your voice. Um, I agree with you that the divide is there, but it can be closed. That gap is there; it can be closed. So, um, finally, um, <laughs> uh, I want to know uh, what lasting impression uh, would you like to leave with the audience uh, and uh, and any up and coming authors. You know, I would just say. If you want to become an author, just start writing. Mm -hmm. And then once you start writing, getting your thoughts on paper and then go through the process. And, you know, a lot of people, they can go through different processes to become an author. Some people may go through a publishing company. I decided to go through the self-publishing route. I published through Amazon. Mm -hmm. So I ended up finding a lady who came on the morning show several years ago, uh, Coach Laura Brown. And she was having a, a boot camp for authors locally in the Chattanooga area. And she's and I told her at the time, I said, I've always wanted to write a book. Why did I tell Coach Laura that? Because every time she came on the morning show, literally, she would always look at me. And she would walk out of the green room into the studio and she would say, before she would say, hi, Greg, she would say, are you ready to write the book? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not ready yet. But, you know. Find someone who can help you put it all together. And when I think about Coach Laura, she really just helped me um, put the book together. Um, she is, she does this whole thing. She has her own business thing going. But really just talk me through the whole process of like a copyright um, mm -hmm. in the ISBN number mm -hmm. and how you go about formatting the pages for Amazon and you know, finding the illustrator and, you know, talking through that with the illustrator, how big you need, how big you need the illustrations to be. What do you know? What do you want them to be? All that stuff. It's so many things that you have to go through. So if you don't know everything from A to Z and I tell people, you don't have to be the smartest person in the room. Mm -hmm. Find someone like a coach, Laura, that can mm -hmm. help you get your once you get all your thoughts together to get it all together and so um she was the, the force to help me with that process mm -hmm. and i found an illustrator and donald was simply amazing we're working together on my next project right now as we speak and so finding the right team to help you get your book out there and the most important thing i tell people vivian you know when you think about a president a president is not the smartest person in the room they surround <laughs> themselves with really good people exactly to help them to elevate their dream or their vision the same thing for a mayor a governor um a leader in a company so you have to surround yourself with the right people on your team mm -hmm. to help you elevate and the most important thing i tell people a lot of people think about well 
well, Greg, I'm not on TV, so I don't have the following that you have. So you may not have the following that I have because I'm on TV and in that world. But at the end of the day, social media has really changed the game. You don't have wait for, you know, an ABC or NBC or whoever to call you because you can put out your information on your TikTok, Instagram, Facebook page, Twitter page. And you know what? You put out a video and you never know. The next morning you can wake up, Vivian, it's viral and you've mm-hmm. sold thousands of copies. Exactly. And, and it's the same situation for music people, people in the, in the entertainment industry. So social media has really changed the game. The most important thing is to get started Find someone who can help you to craft that dream and put it out there and then get you a good social media page going. And a lot of people may say, I don't like social media. It's the devil. Let me tell you, (laughs) Vivian, 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 social media can make you some money quick. Amen. Greg Funderburg, I'm I'm preaching right here. Preach on. on. You preach on. (laughs) Don't don't look down on social media. And, and, And the main ones I tell people to focus on. Focus on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend of mine, she's in her own business right now. She was telling me earlier this week, and she said, I hate being on camera. I said, look, people are not looking for perfection in 2022. No. They're looking for something with a great personality. And if you sound like you know what you're talking about, exactly. trust them. <laughs> They're going to come back and listen to more of your videos. Yes, they will. And, and, you know, that is sound advice. And I think that that's a hindrance for a lot of people because they want everything to happen overnight sometimes. You know, they want to be that overnight sensation. But um, but that's not being very realistic. You have to be in it for the long haul because sometimes the process is lengthy. But what you said, um, you know, is great advice for, you know, so many um up-and-coming writers or writers who haven't taken that first step yet because they're afraid and they don't know all the ins and outs of the business. They don't know what to do first. So, you know, as you said, and I agree with you, you have to take that first step. You know, it's just like a baby. I always say it's like a baby learning Mm -hmm. how to walk. you got to crawl first before you can walk. And once you master that, then you move on to the next thing. So, um, so yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. So, um, and, and, um, that is just so much, so much great advice. Um, and I, that's, that's another reason why I do the show. Um, you know, I also want to inspire, but I want to motivate uh, authors and, and, and readers as well. You know, I want them to be motivated. And I, and I often say that you can't write a book unless you've read a book. So that's important, too. Um, and I think a lot of, um, there's a lot of talent out there, a lot of undiscovered talent out there. And uh, just waiting, you know, readers are just waiting for that that special person to write that book, you know, so so they can read it and share it with others. And so um, for all the people that are listening, you know, I hope that you will take you're taking notes because this is important um, information. It's important advice. And, you know, the thing I tell people, like I said, find a coach or someone who can help you along the way or even talk to an author. You can. My website is gregfunderberg.com. If you go to my contact page, you can send me a message. I will give you any advice that I can give you. And I'm sure the same for Vivian as well. Um, I talk to Coach Laura, coachlaurabrown.com. You can look her up on social. So if you. And she gives consultations for free and tells you everything that you need to know. Just find someone who can just give you some knowledge. And I just tell people, 
like I said, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about like holding everything for me or you holding everything for you. Like you said, we're just here on this journey and giving yes. out information. Yes. At the end of the day, we're going to have so many more books out there that we can read and, you know, really close in that gap that you were talking yes. about earlier. Yes. And that's the goal. That is the goal uh, to share and to share and to share information, um, advice, whatever we can, you know, to get everybody in this writing game because um, there is fulfillment in, in writing and telling a story because not everyone can do that. It takes a special uh, talent, but also a gift to be able to, um, you know, you can write a story, but you have to be able to tell a story as well. So, uh, um, Greg, I thank you so much for being part of Book Chat today. And before I let you go, I want you to please share with the listeners. You gave them some information, but I want you to tell them every place where they can find you and find uh, more information about your book. Um, and sure. Your, okay. Sure. Go to my website, gregfunderberg.com. Again, it's gregfunderberg.com. There's a tab for Jeremiah's New Beginning. And on that page, it's a couple links where you can get the book from. The easiest one I tell people is Amazon. Also, if you have any questions or speaking engagements or whatever you want me to do, um, go to the contact page. You can shoot me a message there if you want to buy them in bulk. It's cheaper. I think it's a dollar and a half or something off. But you can shoot me a message there. We can do that. But um, like I said, my social media pages are all linked to my website. You can go there. My TikTok page. Vivian, are you on TikTok? I am. Uh, I'm going to look for you today. Or you can send me an invitation. (laughs) Listen, I just got started a few months ago. I was talking to some of my little cousins. They're like 13 and 14. Yeah. <laughs> I was home back on the holidays. I said, look, I need to know how to do this before I go back to work. And so they sat there and, and gave me a tutorial. So I've, okay. I'm, I'm coming along. I just not, I have not gotten to the dances yet. So pray for me on that. On that. I will. You know. Now, see, I always give this disclaimer when I give that information out at the end of the show that uh, that I do not have any uh, visual uh, videos out there of myself, but I do promote my show out there and uh, and some of my uh, book videos and things like that. But mm, you won't catch me on TikTok <laughs> doing some of the we, things we gotta that get they there. do out there. Well, eventually, but um, I, I, I just, I can't, I cannot uh, promise that I will be doing that anytime soon. <laughs> but Greg, I understand. I understand. Y- yes, yes, indeed. But I will look you up out there on uh, on uh, TikTok. Are you on um, TikTok? Did you hear what I just said? TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> uh, see another example of why I don't need to be doing videos out there. <laughs> I'll look you up yeah. on on uh, it does on uh, Instagram as well. All right, so thank you again for being a part of today's show. You have actually made my day, and I'm sure the listeners as well. So I appreciate you so very much, and keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I look forward to um, to your next book. My grandson told me today when I told him that I would be interviewing you, he was like, oh, we met him. We bought one of his books. He has a, a younger sister, and they bought the book for her. Okay. So, <laughs> so, that, so I was like, well, great. I'm going to tell him that. Please tell them I said hello. And again, thank you for your time and allowing me to come into your space. And I just really appreciate your uh, your your joy and just giving me this opportunity to talk about something that that is a passion of mine that I love so much. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much, Greg. Take care now. Thank you. You too. Take care. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. God bless you. All right, folks, so that was Greg 
Vonderberg. I was so excited uh, to have this interview with him today. Uh, I so enjoyed it. Uh, and he gave so much uh, insightful information. And I hope again that you were taking notes because it's so important, uh, you know, for those uh, first time authors who are unsure of how to get started, where to get started, uh, to get all the information. It can be so, it, it, sometimes it can be so confusing uh, that you don't know where to start because there are so many things that, um, you know, that you need to know about the publishing business. Um, things that if you are a self-published author that you have to do uh, on your own. So that makes it a little challenging. But as Greg said, when you have people in your corner uh, to help you, guide you along the way, then, uh, you know, sometimes it makes the journey just a little bit, you know, more exciting. So um, I, I hope that uh, that this has inspired you uh, to um, to get started. You know, just write that first paragraph, uh, do what you need to do to, um, you know, to, to get motivated. Um, go out there and uh, go to, uh, to Greg's uh, website. He uh, invited you to come out there if you needed to ask questions. You can do that. He's open to that, and so am I. Uh, you know, I'm always available uh, to um, you know to answer questions if you need it, and uh, to offer you more information. That's the whole purpose of doing uh, book chat is to be informational, to give you uh, you know what you need to get started. All right. So on that note, today's show was just a little bit longer, but I enjoyed every moment of it. Before I let you go, I want to make sure that I give you these URLs, and of course, the first one is to Spreaker. Uh, it is um, https colon for slash for slash www.spreaker.com for slash user for slash author Vivian Moore. Uh, you can follow me across all social media, which includes Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and <laughs> TikTok. Okay. And uh, also, if you check out my blog, that is at uh, https colon for slash for slash Vivian and uh, if you missed today's live show, you really missed the treat. But you can always listen to the recorded episodes. And, of course, you can catch them on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, YouTube, SoundCloud, Giles Saban, iTunes, Audible.com, Verbal Luminary, and Amazon, and anywhere else podcasts are found all right uh tomorrow is worship day it is the third sunday i'm looking forward to it uh, i hope that you're planning to go somewhere to worship if you still uh you know are a little bit leery about going out due to covid and you're doing those uh you know those um skype uh sermons and and uh, over the telephone sermons however you are getting the word just keep doing that okay until you feel comfortable with going out and remember to invite others because it's so important to do that uh, especially in times like these so um again uh, be mindful of that and uh you know never take anything for granted um, i always tell those who you care about the most uh, how you feel because tomorrow is not promised today may be the only chance you get to say that so on that note i love you i hope you love me back until the next time you hear my voice god bless you and goodbye loved what you've heard on this week's episode well well the answer is simple it would mean the world to us if you could head over to itunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. 
Thank you. Thank you.